Welcome back for our Bible study for week four, for looking through the book of uh, how you and I can put it together again when it's all falling apart in the book of Nehemiah. You've been looking this week at strategies for defeating the opposition that you're inevitably going to face as you try to rebuild. It would seem like everybody before you when you want to rebuild. Everybody would be saying, oh, this is great, and they would be in your, in your camp. It's just not that way. You're going to face opposition as you rebuild. It's a revealing study to compare the kind of opposition that Nehemiah faced in his book to the kind of opposition that Zerubbabel faced that's revealed in the book of Ezra as he talks about him rebuilding the temple. There are many, many parallels, of course, because the opposition that we face then, the opposition that we face now, is the same kind of opposition. And they faced opposition. So we're going to look at Ezra this week and the opposition they faced. Ezra chapter 5, verse 3 says, But Tatanai, governor of the province west of the Euphrates River, and Shether, Bozani, and their colleagues soon arrived in Jerusalem and asked, Who gave you permission? Who gave you permission to rebuild this temple and restore this structure? So they're facing this opposition from the very beginning. But when you read in the book of Ezra, what Zerubbabel faced, there's a marked difference between how Nehemiah faced the opposition as he rebuilt the wall and how Zerubbabel encountered opposition in the rebuilding of the temple. Nehemiah, as he rebuilt, he was never stopped. The, the, the project just went on. It just kept going on and on. Zerubbabel's opponents were able to get a letter from a king that brought the work to a halt. So it seemed like for a time that the opposition was successful. So the Bible says in Ezra chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, When this letter from King Artaxerxes was read to Rehum, Shimshai, and their colleagues, they hurried to Jerusalem. Then with a show of strength, they forced the Jews to stop building. So the work on the temple of God in Jerusalem had stopped, and it remained at a standstill into the second year of the reign of King Darius of Persia. Well, this is how many of us feel when we're rebuilding. We feel like the work has come to a standstill. We feel like things have stopped. So in looking at this book, we're able to see what do we do when the opposition seems to have been successful. Even when it seems like the opponents have stopped the work, it doesn't mean that God has stopped working. God is still working in the midst of even those moments when it feels like everything has come to a halt because he's greater than any opponent. Just because some time has passed does not mean that God has forgotten you, that God does not still have a purpose. He often wants to get things started again. He often wants to keep things rebuilding. You get things started again always based on a word from God. You get a word from God that says it's time. It's time now to get things started again. God might be giving you that kind of word right now. And so in Ezra chapter 5, verse 2, a word comes to the, to the people from God. The Bible says there in those verses, at that time, the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, son of Edo, prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem. They prophesied in the name of the God of Israel who was over them. Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, responded by starting again to rebuild the temple of God in Jerusalem. And the prophets of God were with them and helped them. So Zerubbabel heard it from a prophet. You might hear it from, from a sermon or a Bible study or from a devotional time. God speaks to you in a personal way that says, it's time. It's time to start again. I know this came to a stop, but I haven't stopped. I know it seems like it was halted, but I haven't halted. I know some time has passed, but I still know what's going on. It's time to get started again. As you talk this week in your group about some discouragements that you might have faced in the rebuilding project that God has you a part of, 
As you talk about those discouragements, my prayer is that God will use the encouragement of your group to bring a word from God to some of you. In this case, it had been 17 years since the work had been stopped. It didn't mean God didn't still have a plan. And even after 17 years, he wanted the work to get started again. You may have laid a foundation for something 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago and think it's over. It, it never worked. It didn't work. But God's given you a word to say, just because it stopped back then, just because there was opposition back then, it doesn't mean that I don't still have a purpose today. So they began to rebuild again. And when they began to rebuild again, God opened the doors. God did things they could have never expected. By the time God granted them this favor, favor, a new king, Darius, had come in and he made a royal proclamation that opened up the way for God to rebuild the temple, for them to be a part of this rebuilding project that God was doing in the rebuilding of the temple. We read about it in Ezra chapter 6, verses 7 to 8. Do not disturb the construction of the temple of God. This is a proclamation from the king that's being written. Let it be rebuilt on its original site and do not hinder the governor of Judah and the elders of the Jews in their work. Moreover, I hereby decree that you are to help these elders of the Jews as they rebuild the temple of God. You must pay the full construction cost without delay from my taxes collected in the province west of the Euphrates River so that the work will not be interrupted. So not only is he allowing the work to be done, he's gonna pay for it with his taxes. That's what God can do when he begins to rebuild again. So my question is this, what is it that was halted in your life, that maybe you've given up on in your life that God wants to rebuild again? Where is it that God wants to once again shine his light on hope, on future of what he wants to do in your life? Just because it was halted in the past does not mean that God doesn't still have a plan. Just because some time has passed does not mean that God is not still working. What is it in your life that the opposition may seem to have had success in halting that you realize God is greater than that and he still wants to be at work? Maybe, just maybe, it's time to knock on that door again to see how God might have prepared you, prepared your circumstances in such a way that he wants to do something that glorifies him. Let's pray together. Father, we look to you. It's hard for us to think about hoping again. It's hard for us even after time to think that you might have a future in that which we may, we may have given up on. But God, you do have a future and a hope for us. So we look to you right now. We ask, we pray, that you would help us to see places where you have a word about new hope, new rebuilding in our lives. We need you to give us that word, and then we need you to give us the strength and power to follow you in that. Let things happen in our lives that glorify you, that surprise us, and show the world what you're like. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, once again, enjoy talking in your group, and my prayers that God uses your conversation to bring encouragement.